Hello, and welcome to episode 310 of Constructing Comics, a podcast building stories one page and one panel at a time. On this episode, we have interviews for the Concrete Arcanum Anthology. This is Matt, and I'm joined now by Big Tim Stiles, who's another uh, contributor to this book. Um, Tim, why don't you start us off, um, tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about the, the story that you have in this anthology. Um, hi, guys. I'm I'm Big Tim Styles from Australia. You can probably tell by the by the old accent. Um, look, my contribution to uh, Concrete Arcanum is, if you're familiar with my work, I do a, an ongoing comic book called Gorilla My Dreams, which features a gorilla uh, superhero, a gorilla who talks. Um, and so when uh, Nathan put out the, the requests, the pitches for um, Concrete Arcanum, I, I shot him this little story that I've always wanted to write for Gorilla My Dreams um, called uh, Stoker. I hardly even know her, um, which <laughs> is a vampire story. And um, yeah, you know, I pitched him that and he loved it straight away. So me and my uh, partner in crime, Ahmed Rafit, who does the art for Gorilla My Dreams, um, you know, put the little two page story together and uh, sent it off and very, very proud to, uh, to be part of this book, to tell you the truth. That's nice. So you ha was this a story that was sort of in your mind um, that just sort of perfectly fit into a uh, you know a urban urban fantasy uh, anthology? Um, well, yeah, it was actually one of the very first Gorilla My Dream stories I came up with, um, and just the it never really fit into the books I had published so far, the the issues I had published, um, and so when the penny dropped that yeah this this story would be suitable for uh, Concrete Arcanum. I, I was so excited um, because it's one I've wanted to tell for a while. It's been bouncing around in my head for literally years. Um, so it was a great opportunity. It really fit the theme. Um, you know, a superhero uh, coming up against something that's not so much uh, superhero comics, uh, but is a bit more urban fantasy. And um, yeah, the rest, as they say, is history. Cool. So correct me if I'm wrong, my, my memory uh, comes and goes at times, and you've been on the podcast before. The the gorilla of my dreams, was that a bit of like a sort of an ad lib of you putting things uh, together to, 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 to get this character? Uh, yes, yes, definitely. Um, I To come up with Knockaround Guy, who is our, um, our protagonist and the world of Gorilla My Dreams, I, I went to a uh, screenwriting workshop and basically one of the one of the lessons they were teaching us is that um, ideas are cheap, ideas are free. And um, to come up with, a, and, and they, they taught us something, an exercise, how to come up with, a, you know, original ideas. Um, and I've, I've actually gone on to teach this at various conventions in workshops myself. And so basically what it was, was our lecturer said, okay, you have, 30 seconds to jot down 30 ideas. So they're really after sort of stream of consciousness ideas. And um, he said, so you've got 30 seconds, you know, go. So I jotted down all these ideas. Then he said, take three of these ideas um, and that, that, that you like and mash them together into an original idea. So my three ideas were gorilla superhero, um, a mime suffocated inside an invisible box, and the great mime and clown war and um so yeah i took those three ideas sort of mashed them together 
a lot of it changed in the development, but that's yeah, really where the um, the seed of the idea um, came from. Yeah. So I have one, and more it's question. done. And as I said, I've as I said, I've I've taught I've I've also taught this in um, you know at at conventions doing uh, workshops and things and you know the ideas that come up you know one guy came up with this ideas with a, a brain in a toilet seat and this thriller that came from that sort of thing and it's just it's such a good exercise that if you if you're not happy with the first results it takes 30 seconds to do you know the whole exercise takes five minutes so you know you can just do it again and again until you find something that you really latch on to you know that's really cool. Um, so I have one more question for you um, in regards to the the story that you have in here. Uh, why why two pages? You know, a lot of times if I've taken a class, um, they tell us to start small because um, it teaches you to peek in size. It teaches you to not sort of meander. Um, did you have any challenges with telling a, a two page story? Uh, look, knowing this with this story bouncing around in my head for years, I. It wasn't going to be a major story. Um, the inspiration was, you know, watching vampire movies and seeing how complicated it is to kill a vampire and keep it dead. You know, I'm a big mm -hmm. fan of the TV series and the novels, The Strain. Um, you know, I'm a big, I'm a big vampire fan. You know, and um, and watching these movies and TV and novels and just being like, it's so complicated to kill a vampire and keep it dead. And yeah. that's what spawned the idea of just how quickly knock around guy takes care of it. And, um, <laughs> and it's goofy and it's fun. And um, yeah, I originally was going to, I started writing something fresh, something brand new for this, uh, for this uh, comics, uh, uh, concrete arcanum uh, comic book anthology. Um, but then I was actually listening to a podcast with Russell Nolte um, about anthologies and about doing what you know, doing what people appreciate you already doing it and doing it short and quick you know and so mm -hmm. that's when it actually came to me oh look i've got this grill of my dreams idea that actually fits the theme really well and um yeah that's 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 basically i put the i put aside the other story just focused on this two pager and uh yeah knocked it out and it doesn't need any more than two pages you know you might think two pages is enough to tell a full story but um i think we did it well and it's it's a lot of fun very cool. Yeah. And Russell is another uh, contributor in, in this story. And if I think correctly, I think he might have actually had a complete story that was sort of already done that he was able to, to sort of fit in, into the anthology of that. So that's really cool. Nice. Yeah. So um, we, we had Nathan for a bit and he dropped off. I'm, I'm hoping that he'll be back, uh, but we'll continue sort of our, uh, our, our interview. Um, Yep. Have you been a part of any uh, anthologies in, in, in the past, uh, you know, Kickstarter and stuff like that? Um, I actually produced an anthology a couple of years ago, um, which was in response to the Australian bushfire crisis. Um, mm -hmm. I, a lot of us here in Australia were, were feeling a bit anxious and didn't know what to do about these bushfires that were happening all over the country. And so I spoke to a couple of comic book creating mates and I said, look, why don't we just put together a comic book and try and raise money, you know? And I was only expecting it to be a 20-page floppy with a few short stories in it. Um, but then word started to get around and we had creators from all over the world actually come and want to participate in this thing and, you know, help our wildlife, help our communities that were wiped off the map. 
And um, so it ended up being a 100 page anthology with 66 creators behind it. And we managed to raise um, just over 20 grand that we were able to give to firefighters and to, um, you know, as I said, the communities wiped off the map, the, the wildlife, um, the wildlife people and things like that. And uh, yeah, it, it was so much bigger than I, than I ever expected. And um, I'm very proud of the book. I mean, we, we, we sold out and, um, you know, managed to do a lot of good, but apart from that, that, that came just from a little idea that I thought was going to be next to nothing. Um, apart from that, no, I haven't, I haven't been in any other anthologies. This is a, this is the first for me and I'm very excited, very honored to, uh, to be part of it. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. So also joining us now is uh, we have Nathan, the, the, you know, the, the guy who started all of this, Nathan, um, we started off with, with Tim because his time's a bit limited. So we, we did a bit of a interview with him and we talked a little bit about the, the story that he is, he has of this book. Do you want to give sort of the, the, the general background of the book? Well, first, I got to say thank you to Tim. I did not realize that this is your first anthology ever. I'm uh, flattered to have you uh, be part of it. Thank you very much. So the general pitch for Concrete Arcanum is it's a 20-story anthology uh, that asks the question, what would happen if magic were to step out of the shadows in the modern world? Uh, Most modern fantasy, supernatural, urban fantasy settings, uh, magic, monsters, mythology is always kind of this hidden world and uh, that the uh, hero gets uh, kind of indoctrinated into. But uh, I'm kind of trying to turn that on its ear with this uh, anthology series. Uh, I guess I shouldn't say series yet. I guess it's going to remain to be to be seen whether or not it becomes a series but uh that that is what i was trying to get at with it is like what would happen if uh uh uh, how would that affect the world how would people react to it uh and it seemed very apropos in you know in the in the current state of affairs where we're kind of learning about uh a lot of things that are going on and kind of learning the uh you know, the uh, black truth about how our, some of the things in our world really works. Nice. Uh, so I have a question for you. Um, what was your work process like? You um, I mean, you, you did um, story and art in this book, but you're also sort of handling the, the wrangling of the, the, you know, people turning their pages in, you know, meeting certain deadlines. Where, mm. Did you have your story done or were you sort of doing like the creative part and then the sort of the, the project managing part, like all, all together, like what was, what was your process like? Uh, yeah, I was working on my writing and illustrating my story along with everybody else in the book. Excuse me. I was, uh, you know, poking along at it. Uh, I, 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 I will confess, I will own that I was maybe a little bit uh, more lenient on deadlines with myself than with other people, but uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So as for the process of getting people on board with it, that uh, I've said before, I'll say it again, 90% of everybody who uh, filled out the interest form, who filled out the application form were consummate professionals about the entire affair. Um, I only had one or two, I only had one or two people drop out. there, I won't name names, of course, but there was one person that, you know, continued to insist that they were going to be in the book, but, uh, you know, didn't get their stuff in, um, you know, uh, and 
any any client will tell you just be honest about stuff because it gives uh you know it gives you a chance to pivot if you need to um mm -hmm. but the other person that uh, had to drop out was you know emailed me ahead of time said look i got some life stuff happening i don't think i'm gonna make it uh, uh uh keep me in mind for the next one and you know i respect the hell out of that uh no uh no hard feelings there um a few a few people uh needed extensions on their deadlines but it wasn't by a lot fortunately mm -hmm. and uh i uh, kind of anticipating that a little bit i also get i'm telling you all my dirty secrets here so if i do ever uh, uh do another one uh people are going to be like deadlines whatever uh, so um but um but yeah overall everybody was great just uh had to field a few faq questions there were some faq questions i had to field a lot uh, of but uh, overall no uh, i'm thrilled by the people that i have working on this thing i am super proud of the stories i'm super uh, uh i'm i am admittedly in that kickstart uh, the last the home stretch of the kickstarter mental space right now so mm -hmm. uh i I'm I'm not going to commit to making another one right now just because that's what the uh, the headspace I'm in is like I just want to get this one done but uh, sure. but uh, I, I'm also not going to say it's not out of the question because I have had a lot of fun it's been great seeing what people put together and uh, I'm really psyched about this product. Cool. Um, so you said that you know ninety percent of the people who who filled out the the form you know were you know professional getting their stuff in on time communicating with you. Um, but I feel like maybe you sort of, uh, poked a few people, um, you know, messaging them like, Hey, this thing is here. Are, are you interested? Were you sort of like watching the, the, the indie comic sphere of like people who were, who were doing things mm -hmm. and saying like, Hey, you know, you know, there's, mm -hmm. you know, names like Russell Nolte that are, you know, do big mm -hmm. numbers on, on Kickstarter. And then there's people that, you know, that like, um, mm -hmm. you know, do the grind or is there, was there stuff that you were looking for when you're like, Hey, you might want to go check out this, this Google form I have up here, um, mm -hmm. for, you know, getting into Scientology. Right. I, I definitely had a wish list of some people that I was like, Oh man, oh man, it'd be great if I could get, uh, that person in there. Um, so I did reach out and specifically invite some folks, um but then i also took a strategy of this being my first anthology project i made it an open invitation kind of thing as yeah. well so um so i those things i posted on on uh urban fantasy writing forums uh some comic forums uh the comics launch community of course uh, that that was an important uh move for me is because I did want people, uh, I didn't want to make it you have to have Kickstarter experience in order mm -hmm. to be in this book, but it was definitely a, a plus because yeah. uh, that sp told me that uh, these this creator or these creators knew how Kickstarter works, kind of knew what the expectation was going to be. Uh, would it would it be sympathetic to me if I start getting stressed out about uh, deadlines and uh, launch times and uh, also kind of knew the rhythm of how Kickstarters work? So mm -hmm. having that experience was a plus. Um, but then my very first Kickstarter ever 
was an anthology series. Uh, Russell Nolte's Cthulhu is hard to spell, the very first one. So I also wanted to have a certain amount of people who, for whom this was their first, because mm-hmm. I remember learning a lot from watching how that went down, uh, uh, how Cthulhu is hard to spell went down. And uh, so I wanted to extend that opportunity to uh, some other folks as well who are interested. Awesome. Tim, I just want to check in with you on, on how you're doing for, for time. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, I've, I've still got about 15 minutes, so I'm good to roll. 15 minutes, okay, yeah. cool. Um, so, Nathan, um, I'll uh, let you see if you have a question for either uh, Tim or myself. Uh, what could I have done better? Was Do you have any... Uh, I'm going to open the... I'm going to ask for it here. I'm going to open the floor to critiques, criticisms. Is there... I'm always a little bit uh, mindful of, am I communicating enough? Am I communicating too much? Have I put uh, too much expectation on people? Have I, could I be asking for help more? So uh, I guess I'm opening things up to feedback here uh, as two creators who are both in the book. Uh, uh, what the hell is wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> Tim, you, Tim, you want to lead off there? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Start Tim under the bus uh, first. There you go. Yeah. No, and do you want to be, I've and got to say. Con- consider first, do you want to be back for the second one? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 no. Um, I, uh, look, for, for my first uh, anthology uh, that I'm not producing, um, that, that I'm just taking part in. This is this has been a, a just a dream ride for me. I mean, communication has been really well. Um, even though I'm not uh, really on Facebook, you know, you you've communicated with me through uh, emails, Instagram, other things like that. I I have no feedback for you. I mean, you made for me. You made deadlines clear. You sent reminders uh, for deadlines coming up. Um, you know, you your your uh, correspondence was yeah you could feel the excitement in the words that I was reading in the emails and things I have I have nothing no and I'm not just saying this because I want to be back for the next one you see <laughs> this is no, no. <laughs> this is legit man like uh, this this was a dream project it was uh, you know you made it clear to me anyway what was expected I was able just to get in and do the work and get it to you and. Bob's your uncle. It was done and done, you know. So, I mean, yeah, I, I can't bring any constructive criticism because, to me, it was just a dream. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I have any. Um, I'm trying to think. Did we have? Uh, how long was our was our pre-launch page? Did we have a pre-launch page? Yeah, uh, pre-launch page. Well, I made sure to get that up. I believe it was a month ahead of launch yeah. date. And that, I knew that was important because, uh, yeah, um, uh, all, all the scuttlebutt I've been hearing lately has been that, yeah, get that pre-launch page up, start funneling to it, funneling people to it as soon as you can. So, yeah, that's generally like I like to try to be a month, mm-hmm. maybe three three weeks out of head, uh, out of right. you know ahead of time to just try to get that uh, that excitement. And um, you know, I know that like with social media. Like it's hard to see who's seeing your stuff. Like you right. know, you said you put a tweet up, you might have 
30 seconds to catch somebody's attention instagram depending on how many people you're following that scroll but being in somebody's inbox um you know it's hard for them to to miss that so i I think the 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 pre-launch page we did really well i uh you know being a writer um my my art team was a little late um but i communicated that with you um my my artist lives in Turkey, so a lot of times, like if I have something, I, I send mm-hmm. off a, an email, and then I have to wait till I wake up in the morning to to get the response. So there's a, sometimes could cause a little bit longer of a delay getting the messages back. But no, we we talked. I was like, hey, you know, yeah, we're a little late. Uh, I'm sending my my artist a message, but you know, it might not be until tomorrow until I hear back from them just from the the time difference. So you know, there was there was a lot of communication. Um, we did a lot of stuff at the launch. You know, we did the did the stream yard at the launch. Um, we've been on a couple of uh, podcasts, so I think it's going well. I know it's a, it's a bit stressful for, for us all right now. It's that, uh, mm-hmm. that, that, that lull. Um, <clears throat> every, kick, every Kickstarter has a spike at the beginning, the lull, right. and then there's this mm-hmm. other, and if this is the way you do it, this is the way you do it. I, I just, it's mm-hmm. just, it's got to be frustrating for creators, but there's a certain amount of people who don't back until the last 48 hours. And mm-hmm. you're like, why couldn't you just? Yeah, earlier? you just get it's, on it's there. The yeah, same, right. it's, the, it's the same price. Get... You could have you could have right. saved me some of that that stress. So, but there there's there's that as well. So, right. um, so yeah. this is and but I, I think we're getting good buzz. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to be interesting uh, to see. I mean, not just be not, not just because you know I'm like oh god, it'll be fun. Um, but um, uh, we've got we're up to 420 project followers at this point, which is a new personal record for me. So um, I'm very curious to see what happens with that. Like who gets off the fence and who uh, uh, who backs and who uh and how how is this gonna how's it gonna play out it's all that it's all down to the wire here so yeah um so the 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 dead zone the bathtub whatever you want to call it that <laughs> lull in the middle of the kickstarter it it is stressful certainly but i've been trying to uh i've been trying to take the long view of it and uh i think there are some there are definitely some metrics to be optimistic about <laughs> yeah um, so you've run solo campaigns, um, and mm-hmm. you've been parts of anthologies, um, and you know, now you're, you're heading up one. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what do you find different as opposed to like pushing your, your own thing or, or pushing a, a thing that people are, you know, all contributing together? Right. Uh, I, one of the very nice things is with Kickstarters, it's always about beating that drum getting lots of eyeballs on the campaign uh uh, being just utterly obnoxious to your mailing list and etc and so forth um with uh this one uh i and you know of course trying to blast as much as you can uh with this one having lots of uh an entire crew of people doing that i think has been helpful has taken a bit of the pressure off of me mm-hmm. i have been trying to uh update often and frequent frequently or as often as i can um, but yeah just uh have having a yeah there there is something to having a support team and having uh other people 
uh, uh, helping to advertise, market, get the word out. That that has been surprisingly uh, uh, invaluable to me. And something that I honestly, it's kind of a dub, but it's something I didn't really even consider until you know, the campaign was off and running and I saw everybody posting about it. And, uh, it, like I'd go to a Facebook group to uh, post about it. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> can I swear on that? Can I swear on yeah. this podcast? Yeah, go okay. for it. And I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> it's like, so, so-and-so beat me to it. So that, that was cool. That, that, that uh, gave me a really good feeling. And it's, and that, and the fact that, uh, all you guys have been, just very enthusiastic about it and uh, really, really seem to believe in the project. So. Cool. You know what? I realized one thing uh, when I, when I brought you in, I didn't get, give you a chance to talk much about the the creative part, the, the story that you had put into the book. Do you want to talk a little bit about your story? Yes. Uh, let's see. My, my story is simply called Trevor and uh, the pitch is it's about a, uh, a changeling who has to come out to the parents that raised him. So in, in case anyone's not familiar with the mythological uh, fairy creature called a changeling, it's uh, a fairy or a demon who uh, replaces the, uh, 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 who comes in and swaps out people's babies for their, their own baby. And so it's a bit of bit of a shapeshifter, as you know, fairies and demons tend to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and you know, kind of a, you know, back in the day, people would tell stories and myths and such about, uh, you know, to explain things that they couldn't understand. And this is quite straightforwardly a story about post, uh, uh, quite straightforwardly a way of explaining away postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what we now understand is postpartum depression. Um, but I wanted to take it in a literal way. Um, this young man grows up, comes to understand that he is a uh, not the biological offspring of the people who raised him uh, and kind of comes out to them. And that is the short story that I have there. Um, because, because, uh, despite, despite my, uh, upbeat personality, I, I kind of have a dark imagination. <laughs> um, so, um, and yeah, and also it does kind of, uh, <clears throat> serve as a thinly, a, a very thinly veiled allegory for, you know, uh, young queer folk coming out to their parents and uh more largely uh i think it taps into the fear that a lot of us have that uh we're really weirdos unacceptable unlovable maybe and that if anybody found out who we really were on the inside we'd be rejected by the people that we love so there was a lot of stuff there and again because i I do have a dark imagination and uh, I can't do take on some, I can't seem to take on simple topics for the life of me. Um, I did a lot of research. I consulted with uh, friends who have had that experience, uh, gut sensitivity readers, and uh, just kind of tried to approach it in a, both a, a respectful and a realistic way as best I could as a, <clears throat> of course, a, uh, straight white dude. So, um, uh, let's see. I've got, 
artistically i got my process pretty down by this point so but um and this was a interesting project from that in that respect because uh it, it was a lot of talking uh uh if you think a fight scene is hard to draw uh ha try doing a, a conversation you know just uh between three people in a kitchen it uh the, the blocking kind of becomes finding new angles new camera angles and new ways to do the blocking is, was kind of one of the a, a unexpected challenge about it but uh then i, I did also got to design a uh cool design which is you know also something that i enjoy doing so uh long rambling answer but i hope i got <laughs> i answered the question in there somewhere yeah that was cool uh tim uh how how are how are we doing on your time um do you want to talk one last time about uh the story you have in the book and let people know where they can follow you online yeah cool look yeah i do have to tap out i got to get going but um mm -hmm. first thing i want to say is you know nathan thank you so much for letting me be part of this um i'm, I'm very excited uh, i've been a fan of yours for a while and and matt you as well uh it's been really cool to be in this anthology with other people other creators i respect like you know travis and um and russell but what's been really cool is uh discovering some new people as well you know this since since i've been in this anthology and i've looked up the other talent who are in the book i've backed a couple of their kickstarters as well and really looking forward to getting into into their stuff as well so um mm. you know thank you for that thank you for broadening my horizons with more indie creators um yeah look uh if you're looking for me i'm basically on instagram twitter um as big tim styles um TikTok, but i don't know what i'm doing over there either you know but uh, <laughs> but yeah so um yeah that's me so i'm going to tap out i've got to get get going but uh again thank you so much matthew thank you for the opportunity to have a talk about it today and um and i'll talk to you guys later all right Tim. Easy. take care of yourself so um nathan i uh, i was thinking about something when you were talking about your story uh, i think mm -hmm. one thing that's really cool about this anthology and i don't know if this was by design or by a happy accident but you mentioned you know you being a straight white male i say it mm -hmm. here but we have a we have a very we have a very uh diverse diverse book you know comics could be a very much straight white male you know industry you know you go to a con that's what you're going to see you know 90 80 percent of the time was that something that you set out to to have or is that just sort of a happy accident that the the, mm -hmm. the 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 quality of the work was just what it was and it was just the the, the people that were along with it um uh it was let's see if i did something to specifically to attract a variety of voices mm -hmm. i don't I honestly don't know what it was, but I am thrilled to. I, I was very excited and thrilled to see a variety of voices mm -hmm. uh, show up and uh, apply to uh, apply to fill out the form and be a part of the anthology. And um, I was kind of like, yes, that's what I wanted. And so, nice. so yeah, um, I am happy to support and get people uh get people out there who and eyes on people uh, of a variety of different phenotypes and yeah yeah um so what what did i intend for it to happen uh this being my first uh, full disclosure and honesty this being my first 
anthology i was just kind of hoping for anybody to show up um but i i was i i was hoping that this would happen mm -hmm. so and also because also for the reason that we get the we get the uh, uh, the the standard fantasy creatures, your elves, your vampires, your werewolves, your uh, dwarves, etc. We, we we've seen that a lot and uh, mm -hmm. uh, uh, these days. I, I was hoping for some uh, 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 some fantasy creatures that I hadn't heard of before, from mythologies that I hadn't heard of before, and definitely got that as well. Yeah, that's yeah. That I I enjoy getting a book um, that uh, broadens my horizon. You know, I've been in a number of uh, anthologies, um, some that deal with with mythologies from from across the world. And it's awesome to sort of crack that open and you, you'll have the tried and true ones that you know, but then be like, oh, it's, <laughs> and what's really cool is a lot of times that like, you know, we, we feel like we're so separate, but you can see the sort of the common like story points right. in, in the story. So that that's that's a, that's pretty interesting as well. So, absolutely, it, it has been fascinating. Uh, the the deeper I dive into mythology, the more I find a lot of uh, uh, common threads that that, mm -hmm. that kind of turn in turn out to be universal. So, yeah, absolutely, awesome. So, um, I guess maybe a little bit more of an interview for you. Um, what is your um, background with 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 art? Are you are, are you self taught? Did you did you go to school to 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 learn all the skills? Um, how did how did that come about? Ah uh, well, uh, like many of us, uh, been drawing since birth. Loved loved comics since birth. Uh, um, not not sure exactly when and how I got into. Uh, uh, fantasy and speculative fiction, but I do remember my fifth grade teacher, you know, reading The Hobbit and stuff like that. So that was fun. Um, when I I did go to the Minneapolis College of Art and Design, I'm a Minnesota dude, and then I got my start as a professional artist drawing caricatures in the Mall of America. And if, if, if you're from the Midwest, you uh, you didn't really know what the Mall of America is. It's ridiculous. But let's see. So from there, I trans I transitioned into freelance illustration and, you know, kind of, and I, I kind of kept caricatures on as, you know, kind of funding the operation, my uh, umbrella, <laughs> my umbrella project that uh, helped, helped fund some of the other things that I, I do. And um, I've, and then in 2009, my uh, then girlfriend uh, suggest, floated the idea that she was a writer, I was an illustrator, we should collaborate on something together. Um, Web comics was kind of kind of uh, starting out in its heyday. Uh, it had been around for a decade or two, so like, hey, we're gonna put out a web comic. Um, we uh, and thus Impure Blood was born. Uh, we we originally pitched it to Zuda. I don't know if anybody remembers Zuda, D, uh, DC's now defunct web comics talent search. Yeah, I remember that. Right, right. So, uh, which uh, which is kind of like how we got stuck with the horizontal page format, because back in the day, everybody was uh, 
uh, reading web comics on their desktop and uh, jokes on us. Now everybody's reading them on their phone. So, um, uh, so yeah. And so from 2009 to 2017, I was making impure blood and wound up with a, and kind of, kind of did diddly squat with it. Actually. It never, it, like it paid for itself a little bit in advertising and ad dollars and such, but it never really took off in any meaningful way while it, we were producing it. Um, so then just a couple of years back, uh, I'm like, you know what? Everybody's doing this Kickstarter thing. Uh, I, you know, I'm going to give this a shot. So uh, in 2019, I, I spent 2019 studying it and building up a building up a mailing list and uh, trying to wrangle all the people that had been reading it uh, for the last couple of years, and uh, and was like, okay, 2020 is going to be the year I start launching a Kickstarter, and so I launched. So, um, so uh, had had a 400-page epic story, and originally was planning on doing like a big omnibus project, but uh, was talked out of it because, yeah, for my first Kickstarter ever, the price, the the funding goal was going to be way too high and way too ridiculous. So, uh, got talked into or uh, got talked down from that, and instead launched four 100 page hardcover graphic novels um over the course of the next two years and really wound up enjoying that and uh uh having success with it and really seeing the potential of kickstarter and here I, here i am now in the end of 2022 uh launching anthology and and just continuing to chase the dragon uh, uh, of Kickstarter and trying to see how, how high I can uh, push my numbers and how big of an audience I can grow. Awesome. So um, I think we're going to bring the, the interview to, to a close here. Um, and I think I might know the answer to this question, but if I have somebody on the podcast, sure. I generally ask one question over and over again, and it's what type of crowdfunding um, runner are you? Are you refreshing the page every 30 seconds to, <laughs> to see what it is? Or are you able to mellow out, walk the dog, you know, go do something and be like, Hey, whatever the number is, what the number is, uh, what, what, what's your, what's your mentality so, uh, okay. or so, psyche uh, like? Okay. I, 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 forgive, forgive me. I am. I, I do want to know uh, what, how, how I come off. I want to, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to kick it back. I will tell you, I will answer that and I will answer truthfully, but I want to know how I come off or what, what you think, I, what, what you, how you think I am. I think you're a refresh to page every 30 seconds type of guy. <laughs> I, I definitely was that okay. and ha have been that. I, um, you know, and everybody goes through this, my, uh, pretty much every impure blood campaign, uh, I was that guy. I'm like, mm, I'm going to refresh the page every hour, every five minutes or every 30 seconds. Uh, has it, has it gone epic? Give me that, give me that dopamine hit, you know? Yeah. But, uh, the, I ran two Kickstarters between the end of In Pure Blood and uh, the launch of Concrete Arcanum. And one was for a sketchbook project uh, called Mind Astray. And the other was for my latest series, The Canon of Angel, also an urban fantasy uh, epic. But 
and through those two over the course of those two i was kind of like okay what is the minimum that i can get away with here i as what is what is the minimum effort i can do and still be satisfied with <clears throat> with the kickstarter that i have run and uh, uh not like not letting go of the reins entirely but still you know like mellowing out a little bit about mm -hmm. stuff <clears throat> so uh and i uh i have honestly for this campaign been a i i will refresh hit refresh maybe uh uh three three or four times a day i will check okay. in on it three or four times a day <clears throat> so um and although I have surprised, uh, believe it or not, I have in this campaign had like a couple of times where I was like, oh, I, I, I haven't checked on that. I should see, what, see what's going on there today. So, um, so yeah, that, uh, I have mellowed out about it. I recommend, I, I definitely recommend it. Um, you know, do your update, do your mm -hmm. thing uh do your posting get it out of the way and then go about the rest of your day and do the rest of the things that you need to do because uh it is a bit of sympathetic magic to think that every time you hit refresh it's going to uh it's going to change and your mental state is going to be so much better it's going to make the it's going to make the kickstarter experience so much easier for you if you if, if you don't do that to yourself <clears throat> because as we talked about earlier during during the dead zone more yeah. often than not it's what will not have moved and then it's going to make you feel bad and then you're gonna and and, and then it's gonna uh kind of cast a shadow on the rest of what you have to do today so yeah, I think uh, there's, uh, I always, another thing I talk about is the saying that like the, I, and I hope I get it right, the the watch pot doesn't boil. Watch pot never boils. Yeah, so it. it's like, mm -hmm. it's like the, if you're refreshing it, it's not going to, it magically it doesn't move. But then like, like right. you said, you, you go out, you got to right. take your kid to the store, you got to walk the dog, you come back and there's two followers oh. because you weren't there clicking the button. It's, it's, there's That's a little right. bit of weird magic there as well. Um, it, is. it is. Do you but have yeah, a... Especially if you have kids, you gotta, especially if you have kids, you gotta, I, yeah. I have two daughters and uh, they have been a much needed distraction throughout this entire process. I also have a, uh, I have a bit of an agreement with, with my, with my wife that if I'm walking mm. around and I just like let out a sigh, the, the, the 30 days or I, if yeah. I, if I, if it's like, Hey, and I'll just go, it's Kickstarter stuff. And she's like, okay, just, just, just yeah, walk yeah. away and, and take, don't, take, I don't, just I don't take my phone, take my phone. Don't yeah. give me back to yeah. me no matter what. Yeah. 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 Right. Cool. So um, let's, let's talk about where we are right now. We are hmm. probably this will get posted tomorrow. So we'll be about seven days, about one week in the campaign left. Right. That's right. As of this recording, uh, we are at $9,212 and 61% funded. So, okay. uh, I, I have to remind myself often, uh, that statistically we're still more likely to fund than not. Um, yeah. uh, we got, like I mentioned earlier, we got lots of project followers. Uh, I expect a good chunk of them to, uh, jump on the bandwagon and, uh, let's see. 
So uh, as you can tell, I'm still uh, optimistic, <laughs> but, yeah. uh, and, uh, and, you know, and that is the brilliant thing about Kickstarter is even if we don't fund, you know what, uh, I am happy to rebuild the, I'm happy to rebuild the page and uh, punch it again in January of 2023. Yeah. So we have a, we have a 200 page story, right? With uh, 20, uh, uh, 20 stories, about 200 pages. Is that, is that correct? Uh, 20 stories, 100, 120 pages. 120 pages. Okay. <laughs> so that's, that's a really good value. Um, yeah. And then there's, there's, uh, you know, the stuff that you can always expect, digital, physical rewards. Oh, yes. We have a, we have a creator compendium. Is that right? Where you get, um, that's right. Individual it, stories from all the right. creators that exactly. were able to I'm really proud of that one because that's that's like that's that's like two anthologies for the price of one right there. Yeah. Uh, and and while all of the stories in Concrete Arcanum are short stories, about an average of six pages each one, the the creator compendium is full of full length first issue comics. Yeah. So uh, twenty. So do the if you do the math uh, for twenty creators, it's four hundred pages in the of where the comics and the creator compendium plus 120 pages for concrete arcanum so there's a there's a five like 520 pages of comics on the table right there uh cool. so which is a fantastic value and let's see there is my uh and uh proceeds from that are of course going to back to the creators because i'm trying to uh, i know this is a bit of a leap of faith for uh the creators to kind of jump in on this uh i I dislike uh, the whole ping and exposure thing because I've been on the uh, receiving end of that a few times, but uh, so I'm trying to make it uh, fine. Uh, if not completely financially worthwhile as financially worthwhile as I can make it. Sure. Um, and let's see, there's a collection of uh, my entire back catalog on there called the Luth Crate. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, let's see. And I, when are you planning on releasing this? I should ask. Uh, I'm releasing um, tomorrow. So it should be October 20th. <laughs> Awesome. So, uh, if you're if you're re if your listeners go now, I'm planning on uh, setting up a, a yet another digital extravaganza reward. So for sixty bucks, uh, I'm combining the create sixty five bucks. I think uh, I'm creating the I'm combining the creator compendium and the Luth crate together. So there's like a thousand pages worth of comics there for like just 60 bucks so the awesome. uh so usually like if you bought the all those on comiXology i think that'd be like 150 bucks easy sure. <laughs> but uh so yeah that's like less than half off so you get awesome. <clears throat> yeah cool so uh, i'm gonna have a link to the to the kickstarter and the and the show notes for anybody listening you know call that pod player scroll down mm -hmm. in the in the show notes i'm also going to link uh Big Tim's social media. Do you want to give out um, your social media, which I'll link as well? Yes, I am Nathan Luth, illustration uh, on all the social medias. Uh, that That's Nathan, standard spelling, uh, Luth, L-U-E-T-H. 
and illustri illustration, man, yeah, just like it sounds. Uh, that also happens to be my URL, uh, NathanLuthIllustration.com, where you can sign up for my mailing list for and get uh, the latest comic pages I draw sent to your inbox every week. Very cool. Awesome. So I'm going to link that stuff as well. Me, Tim, the, the anthology Kickstarter will all be there. I uh, just want to encourage everybody to go check it out. Um, we're we're going to be in our last week. Um, lots of cool stories, um, lots of variety of stories. Um, some are a little darker than others. Some have some mm -hmm. twists, some are comedic at points. So there's a, there's a lot of different, uh, you get a lot of different feels from the book. Mm -hmm. Definitely something for everyone. Awesome. All right. So, um, just check out the show notes for all that stuff. Um, and, uh, if you want to follow the podcast, we are on Twitter and that is at construct Compod. Instagram is constructing comics pod and Facebook is constructing comics. Just want to thank everybody for listening. Please be safe, be nice to each other and go out there and make some comics. Thank you. <laughs>